wherever you're going, whatever mm. you're doing, whatever space you're about to enter into, are you excited about entering that space? Yeah, yeah. Even work. So just say even you're family going to work events, right? Family anything. events, anything that you think, oh, here we go again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What's going to yeah. happen? Things will yeah. go wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Things will go wrong. Totally. And so you totally. need to take a moment to really feel grateful for wherever you're Correct. going and whatever you're doing. Right. I used to, and I was showing this a while back, and it changed everything for me. You know those moments where you're like, oh, I've just got to go to this event, and I don't really want to go to the event, but I have to go to the event. Sometimes when it's your partner's family or something, you're like, oh, I just want to stay at home today. I don't want to go to the event. The the interesting part is that you welcome to galactic guidance the show that channels the wisdom of beings from higher realms join us as we tap into the cosmic consciousness and receive messages of clear guidance to help us navigate our spiritual evolution on planet earth so sit back relax and let's connect into the higher frequency Welcome everybody Welcome. to Galactic Guidance and this week on Galactic Guidance I'm going to be asking Amid who is the high dimensional being that Marcus Bird channels a question about how we know the difference between when events happen just because they're earthly events and I'm not talking about global events I'm talking about personal events right. and how we know the difference between whether it's just happened because it's happened or there's something we can actually do about it because there's something going on within us. So I'm going to give a personal example which will give some clarity to Amit. Yeah, that would be good, I think. So It's an um, interesting yeah. question, very interesting question. Yeah, because, because I know that where I am at this point in time is everything that's going on in my life, it's always like, well, what's the reason for that? <laughs> and then... And then, yeah. I, and then someone said to me, well, maybe there is no reason, you know, like I'm always like looking for the higher perspective in everything, yeah, yeah. like higher perspective. Maybe it's just because, you know. So I'm going to ask I mean, that and, yeah. and other questions today. So mm. whenever you're ready, Marcus. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> whenever you're ready. Uh, whenever you're ready to put yourself into right, that state. Let's, so. uh, yeah, let's tune so into that energy and see what's going on. All right. So for those of you who maybe this is your first episode and you want to know what Marcus is doing, Marcus has been channeling a high dimensional being now for the last three decades and um, go back to the first episode to, to find out exactly how that happened for Marcus. So now he's an unconscious channel and he goes right in and connects with Amid and Amid, who is a high dimensional being living on another planet, um, comes in and answers all my questions and uh, I love as you're listening to this podcast in this in this video to actually put questions down below or comments in the comment section so that um, you know it would help us with future episodes as well so I'll just wait for Amit to come in now. It is uh, much of the uh, much of the welcoming that uh, you are being in the presence of this moment. 
where much of the joyness, much of the uh, happiness that uh, we can be of this service, that we can be of this, of the connection in this moment. Mm. I'm so excited that uh, you're here. I mean, like, I literally get so excited every uh, week when it's our time to meet, and I just can't wait for you to come in. So I have a question about how we know the difference between um, events that just occur because they do and events that they occur because of something going on within us. I'll give you an example. So every time I go to my Melbourne home, um, something like breaks immediately. So the moment I step for in the door, this is a brand new house. Last time I went to Melbourne, the garage door broke and did not work. This time I had sewage coming out of the shower. This is a brand new house. So every time I step into my Melbourne house and away from my Adelaide home, there's things, there's, the energy is very, very intense and there's a lot of things that go wrong. Now, when things happen in someone's house and things go, you know, break down, and I do give this house a lot of love. I give my Melbourne house a lot of love. I love it so much. I'm so grateful for the beautiful work that happens there with my HypnoFit clinic. Um, is this occurring for a higher reason or is this just just earthly stuff that occurs? <clears throat> this is much of the exciting question that you will be asking us because this is uh, much of the dimensional aspect of the realities that are in the playing out in this. What you must understand is two, um, two of the concepts of dimensional reality. One is uh, much of the interwoven nature of the existence of the manifested reality in your um, lifeness. And that is that you are playing a um, active uh, um, uh, dynamic of the rawness in your uh, unfolding of the realities. So at some level there has been much of a uh, and um, a, um, what you might consider as a purposeful uh, interconnected relationship with those things that are of the appearingness into an uh, inner you're of the lifeness. And so there is nothing that does the appearing that is appearing in the accident space. What you consider the accident, what you consider a random of the occurrence of things unfolding. If this was the case, then the uh, universal construct would be much more in the chaotic nature of existence. Uh, this is not the case. There is a um, structure. There is a format. There is a uh, construct of the universal reality. Uh, your, um, what you would be calling uh, this as the scientists can understand that there are what they consider the laws of reality, of how the things are uh, unfolding and are of the workingness. <clears throat> this then uh, shares with you that there is an interconnectedness with everything that does of the appearing. However, in your case, you must also be of the understanding of one other concept of the realities. And that is that everything that exists is a being of the existence and the aliveness. Even those things that you might be of the considering are of the uh, non-aliveness. But in your uh, situation, this is a much of the greater example for us to be a sharing. And this is uh, almost the like of the analogy in uh, living a form in that uh, your uh, um, 
uh, houseness, the uh, um, buildings that you are occupying in the other space are of the aliveness and what you are experiencing is that they are of the missing you. Therefore, they are creating um, focal points for you to give of the attention, for you to be of the presence, for you to be there and have to be of the fixingness. Uh, this is very much like uh, the child nature of reality in that the child is often needing things so they will be of the hurtingness, they will be of the screamingness, they will be asking for of the things many of the times in your situation. You must understand that the building, this uh, houseness that you are um, occupying is of the aliveness and therefore it is of the missing you. You must be... Um, uh, to be of the rectification of this process, you must be of putting of your energy there. You must be letting this uh, construct know that you are not disappearing, that you are not of the ignoring, that you are not uh, 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 being of the distant mother, uh, being of the absent mother. Uh, everything that has uh, what you consider the atomic structure has an aliveness to it and has a consciousness to it. This is one thing that you are not understanding here in this reality, that everything has a consciousness. Some of your scientists starting to understand this nature, that uh, anything that is of the aliveness has a conscious reality. But even things that are of the static nature, even the things that are the existing have a form of the consciousness. This is something that you must be of the understanding. So therefore, you are not necessarily directly of the causing these problems to be unfolding. It is a uh, reaction of the aliveness of this, um, uh, this building that you exist in that is uh, um, in the missness of you. That is very interesting that you say that because it's exactly what I felt. And I, had, I gave the house a big talk before I left and I told the house... Uh, that I do love it, that I do care for it, and please for it to behave while I'm gone. Is there anything else I can do to make sure that the house feels loved when I'm not there? This is uh, what you are in the process of doing is very much of the importantness. You can be in the communication aspect by uh, uh, being in the consciousness, connecting into the consciousness. Mm. You could be uh, doing this in each of the meditation processes that you do, just connecting in and uh, being of the talking nature, being of the uh, 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 checking in nature, like you would with, um, uh, with a friendship, like you would with a family, like you would with your partner. You'll be of the checking in. How are you of the dayness? How have you been in this a moment? Um, I am of the missing you. I will be back shortly. There is nothing you need to be of the worrying about. I'm not leaving you. I'm not um, uh, having you be of the goodness. I am here for you and I'm with you. This... Uh, this connection is the importantness of this uh, moment of reality. Okay. Well, that's good to know for people out there who have more than one home who are listening right now. So if you're listening right now and you have more than one home, you know, meditate on your other home and give it love and ask how it's going because it's exactly what Amit is saying is like treat it like a person because it is a consciousness. Yeah. And so that's perfect, Amit. I've got more questions. So the other question I have is, you know, different cities, what I've recognized, hold different energies. Now that I'm living in two different cities, I can feel that 
I feel that. So when I go to Melbourne, um, after I return back from Melbourne, I feel exhausted. Like I read, I can't do anything. I can't even go for a walk the first couple of days. I'm just battered. How come now I'm feeling battered? But when in the past, when I lived in Melbourne, I thrived and I had so much energy. Whereas now my energy doesn't seem to be able to cope with the Melbourne um, intensity. So as I guess the question is to make it more general for people who are listening is as we go through and go up the evolutionary scale in terms of our spiritual awareness, we become more sensitive to energies is what I'm guessing. And therefore, when, when there's a lot of drama and stress in a particular location, we can feel that more and therefore we need more time to recuperate. Is that correct? This of the experience that you are of the having is, um, is your experience of being much more of the connected to the universal landscape of reality. This sensitivity that uh, many of you of the talking of is much more about the uh, connection to the dimensional reality of the universal construct. Uh, this means that you are a being of the experience, you are tuning in more, you are um, receiving more of this uh, uh, energy. Uh, therefore, any other energies that are around you, you're becoming much more uh, connected to, much more understanding of, much more of the sensitive to. This does not mean that you have to be pushed around, you have to be destabilized by that energy. But what you have found is you are now uh, uh, synchronizing, you are now stabilizing into the energy of the city that you are mainly of the existing in. Therefore, when you uh, travel to the other cities, um, you are being able to destabilize because you're trying to hold um, the other city's energy. What you need to be in the process of is assimilating into the energy of each of the cities that you are being of the living in, that you are being of the visiting in. What you are trying to do is you're trying to be of the holding of one energy as you integrate into the other energy. And of course, there is a different frequency. There is a different resonant field and therefore one is throwing out the other resonant field. If you were to uh, in the transition process when you are in the uh, of the uh, air of the plainness, then you could be of the readying the transition. You could be uh, reassimilating, restabilizing into the next energetics. But what you are trying to be of the doing is holding on to one energy while you're existing in the other energy. This is going to have you be of the destabilized nature, and therefore you're going to be of the feeling of the um, tiredness, of the sensitivityness, of the Exhaustion, That's the, you will be feeling destabilized because you're not in the preparation of one energy into the next. Mm. So as we move into different cities, how do we prepare for that city's energy and frequency? How do we do that? This is where you must be able to be aligning into that energy and into that resonant frequency. So when you are traveling into a space that you are much of the familiar with, you can be of the preparedness. You can start to be thinking of the excitement of the uh, energy that you used to be of the thriving in. You can start to be feeling into that, not being the feeling of, oh, not in this energy. Oh, no, we're in the East energy and trying desperately to fight against the energy and to contain the new energy of the other city that you are existing in, that you might be of the more lovingness. You might be of the more pleasantness in the new of the energy, whereas now the old energy, the one that you once existed in, is now the energy you don't wish to participate any of the longer. 
and therefore you're desperately trying to hold on to one of the energies. What you need to be doing is letting go of the other of the of the energies and integrating back into the new of the energies. So when you are prepping into this situation, you need to be of the embracingness, you need to be of the excitement, you need to be of the welcoming. When you are joining into a city that you have not been to of the beforeness, what you are finding is the anticipation. You are finding of the excitement. You are finding, uh, you are thinking of all of the things that you will be of the doingness. And that gives um, an integration into that energy because you are of the excitement. You are of the welcoming of that energy. You're wanting to embrace of the energy. You're wanting to experience uh that uh, that city or that place, whereas for you, Miss Eleni, you are not wanting to have the experience of that place because you have been in that place before. So now you are in the uh, hesitation. You are now in the, of the wiring. You are now wishing you were in the new of the city, uh, not back into the old of the city. So you are pushing it away. Therefore, you are having disharmonic vibrations, disharmonic resonant patterns starting to clash with each other, a bit like of the uh, waves of the ocean. When you are in the ocean, most of the waves are of the moving together. But when you are driving of the, um, the water of the craft, what you find is a new wave is created. And when the waves come together, they do have the, what you call the, the smashing of the togetherness and they create a disharmonic field. This is what it is like for you when you're coming back into the uh, old city space, is that you are creating waves of collision, resonant fields of collision. And uh, this is why you are of the feeling of the exhausted, of the tired, of the wishing that maybe you shouldn't be in that space, that you're dreading the coming there. This is also where the houseness, the propertyness is starting to feel of this energy. And, and it is not feeling your integrated energy. It's a feeling of a different energy. So it is of the worryingness. And it is trying to find you of the again. So it's trying to hold you there by creating of the drama of the situation to keep you in energy in that space. Mm, I get it. It's, it's um, yeah, I'm very grateful. I've got it. I understand exactly mm. what you're saying about um, getting excited before I go there. And uh, that would apply to anybody who's like dreading going to a certain place or a location or another home or anything Marches, that Marches. you start to get excited before you go. So can I ask you, Amid, another question um, to do with this podcast? I uh, was wondering if you could tell us how we can um, – what what could we do to allow this podcast to – to be in the reach of the people who need to listen to these messages, what else can we do? Mm. There's much in this that is possible, that you can be of the doing. And this is first and foremostly of the sending of the energy out, of, um, of uh, sending uh, out the uh, field of resonance that is being of the creating here. Uh, the energetic quality of what is um, being of the expressionness, uh, be sending that out into the uh, field of reality. And then you can be of the um, sharingness, uh, the invitationness. One of the most important things that we wish for you to be of the doing is the uh, interconnected nature of the um, of uh, of your collective field of resonance. 
not uh, being in the uh, individualness, but being of the collectiveness, taking your one instrument. If you can be of the imagining of the orchestra, that you are just one instrument in um, uh, in uh, existence, many of the instruments. And although you be of the playing your instrument, and it might seem like you are just in the soloness, what you need to be doing is being of the playingness of the groupness and, and taking your place as one of the instruments. Sending this energy out into the uh, field and then be of the sharing into the field and then be of the asking and the invitation of people to be of the sharing of this information. This is what is of the importance of um, uh, uh, asking and um, uh, having um, this would be much like uh, sharing of the sheet of the music. What you need to be doing is sharing of the sheet of the music. That will then get people to bring their instrument in and want to be on the playingness with this experience. In this moment, you are not being of the sharingness. You're not being placing of the energy out into this space. You're not uh, you know, sharing your uh, music, if you are uh, in this of the analogy. Then it's uh, much as uh, asking for them to be of the invitation asking them to share this of the sheet music, inviting them uh, to uh, bring in there of the instruments. This is what is of the importance. Mm, thank you so much. And just one last question, Amid. Is there anything at all that you would like to um, share with us in this moment? Anything at all? It's much of the importance that you be of the expanding of the consciousness, that you understand in relation to this conversation that we have been of the havingness, that everything has an aliveness. Everything in the universe is a consciousness. Even those of the things that you think are of the, what you call of the uh, objects, the inanimate of the objects, those things that you think are of the solid three-dimensional aspect of reality. Let us, for example, take... Uh, Take a brick, seeing as we were talking of the propertyness. One of the uh, expansion of the consciousness aspects would be to meditate on a brick, to be able to sit with a brick, because you are of the considering that a brick is not of the aliveness, that the brick has none of the consciousness, but this is not of the case. Uh, if you think about of the scienceness, if there is anything that has a... Uh, is existing in an atomic level. There is an aliveness that is happening at an atomic level. In each of uh, what you consider of the atomness, um, and we understand as much of the differently than how you are being of the understanding, but each of the uh, what you consider of the atoms has an aliveness to it. Atoms have the process of being able to go uh, travel of the interdimensional nature, of coming in and out of various of the dimensions. It has a consciousness construct. What you are missing is that you think of the consciousness is uh, the ability to be actively of the thinking, to be um, what you might consider uh, active, being able to walk around and be of the talkingness and being of the interaction at a three-dimensional level. But this is not the reality. There are many of the dimensions that you do not understand or exist in, in your of the consciousness. When we look into this realm of existence, uh, with the knowledge and the information we understand, if we were to look here and say who is of the most consciousness, we would be um, thinking of many of the other aspects of this reality other than the human aspect of the reality. Mm -hmm. Everything has of the consciousness. Your 
animals have of the consciousness, the plants have of the consciousness, but even of the inanimate objects have of the consciousness. One of the exercises you could be able to do is to meditate on the brick and have a conversation with the brick. I know this for you must be of the sounding of the silliness, but there is a reality here that you can interact with, that you can have of the conversation with. You must be in the process of, of expanding of your consciousness to be of the inclusiveness of, the, of a universe full of this consciousness. In fact, all of the universe is just one of the consciousness. You are here to assist in the expansion of this consciousness. Therefore, everything in the universe must be of a consciousness. If the universe is consciousness, then everything must be of a consciousness because everything is much of the part of the universal aspect of the reality. Everything that exists came from the, of the universe. Therefore, everything came of the consciousness. So therefore, nothing can be not of the consciousness. Everything is of the consciousness. These are just different forms of the consciousness. And you must be of the expanding of your consciousness to consider that this is a part of the infinite possibility of the reality, the dimensional reality of the universe. When you can be of the peaceness with this example, then you will be of the expanded consciousness. Then you will be able to communicate with the universe that has all of the wisdom and the knowledge that you'll be of the seeking. This is when you will be of the expanded of the consciousness. Does this of the understanding make of the sense to you? Do you this, uh, this is much of a conundrum. Yes, I absolutely do understand exactly what you said. And, you know, we just have to be aware that there are no coincidences, that everything is related, that this is not a chaotic universe, that the, everything has a consciousness, that mm. we need to be aware that everything has a consciousness. Mm. Even if it's something that we perceive doesn't, it absolutely does, and we need to treat it as such. Mm. Now you are of the understandingness. Now you will be of the uh, expansion nature. You can be part of the expansive nature of the universal construct. This is what we are being of the teaching. This is what all of uh, what you would consider of the great of the teachings have been uh, sharing with you, is to be able to be uh, uh, interacting with this universal conscious nature of reality. Perfect. Thank you so much, Amid. Mm, I so appreciate your wisdom. Much joy. Much love. Much blessings. Ooh. Howdy. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you feeling? Good. How are you? Really good. How was that? It's yeah. Really good. It just like the answers that Ahmed gives me is just almost a confirmation of mm. like when I was pondering on why things keep breaking down the second I step into my house. Right. I, the answer I got was the house is demanding attention like a child. It's almost like <laughs> Like having a tantrum and saying, okay, now look at me. Now you need to pay attention to me, but it's going about it in this way. Yeah. But yeah. what I didn't think about doing, it's not just about loving the house when I'm there, which I really, really love the house. Yeah. It's about loving the house when I'm not there. Yeah. And not, and not being that parent that leaves their children <laughs> and um, doesn't phone them. Yeah. Like you live yeah, away. Yeah, that's a good analogy. That's a good analogy. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be a distant parent that loves no. from afar. I love my house, but yeah. I'm not actually actively doing anything to love it. Yeah. 
we're number I think eight. That, I, think that's, I think that's true, you know. I think there is an aliveness about it, and I think you can feel it when you walk into homes, you know. You can feel the integration or whatever, and I think sometimes, like we had a house in you know, a while back, and um, we knew we had to leave. We knew it was time, you know. The house was time. We'd done what we needed to do there. The energy was done. And literally the house pushed us out. Like literally it got rid of us. Like seriously, it literally got rid of us <laughs> because we just wouldn't budge. We didn't, you know, we just didn't move. And so the house made it impossible to stay. And now I look at the house and it's perfect and fine. And from what I hear, and I don't really know the people who own it, but I, you know, I know neighbours and stuff. They've never had a problem with the house ever. The house yeah. is fine. Yet, every, you know, like it was... It just kept ramping up. You know, it was little things at first and then it just got out of control until we were actually pushed out of the house for 12 months because of a flood, yeah. right? And then we tried to move back in and we just went, we can't move back in. It just didn't want us to move back in. So we did for a little while. We sold it and then moved on. And, yeah, it was kind of interesting. So that's fascinating, Marcus, that I remember you telling me that story where you yeah. got kicked out of that house <laughs> because you literally the house was flooded. And so, oh. yeah, it's been bizarre the moment I step in the Melbourne house. And this is a brand new home. Nothing should go wrong, home. theoretically, right? <laughs> I got a brand new home for this reason. It's yeah. because I didn't want to hassle. Yeah. Like last time. The first, the moment I landed, the garage door was stuck, couldn't close. And then this time there was sewage coming out of the shower. Wow, it's upset with you, isn't it? Like it's seriously upset with you. <laughs> it was like, but no one, nothing had happened up no. to the moment that I arrived. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, my God. And yeah. um, I knew there was a higher perspective and somebody I was speaking to was saying, well, what about if just it's just house stuff happening? And I'm like, no. There's, there's a higher perspective here. This yeah. is no coincidence, and no. that's exactly what I mean. Said, like yeah. we do not live in a universe that is chaotic. No, we just don't. No, we don't. Well, if we did, the universe would destroy itself eventually. Like everything would collide together, and the whole thing would destroy it. And as Brian yeah. Cox says, you know, the the quantum physicist Brian Cox, and I think this is the one of the best things he's ever said I've seen is that he says that if you change one atom here now. Every atom in the universe has to change to meet that atom. Otherwise, the whole thing collapses in on itself. So everything's moving and shifting and interconnected and related to everything. So therefore, there can't be any just haphazard accident. Oh, it just happens. You know, I think what we do, though, do as humans sometimes is try and think too much about it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we overthink things because, you know, the house thing's quite simple. You don't need to overthink it, but I get when you're not sure of it and, you know, you're trying to work out what the hell's going on. We can overthink things, but it's all really quite simple, you know. It is really simple and um, it's really interesting that, you know, because also what was said with Ahmed today was because every time I've come back from Melbourne, because yeah. for those of you who are listening, I live in two places. I primarily live in Adelaide, which has a very different calm energy. I don't yep. have family and friends here, just my partner. And so it's yep. all about being in, oh, you know, like <laughs> that's, how, that's what it feels like here. Like yeah. I'm on a cloud. Yeah, like totally. I live on the ocean totally. and I meditate, I totally. write my book and I'm in, and I, my heart is open Yay. and it's all love and yeah. light and unicorns. Yeah. And then I go to, <laughs> I go to Melbourne and it's just like yeah. the moment I, 
touchdown. Yeah. Like I live in the clinic where there are staff and there are clients. Oh, wow. There's a lot of family with a lot of stuff going on, <laughs> a lot of responsibilities. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of people to catch up with. Yeah. It's a lot. And yeah. when I get back to Melbourne, back to, to Adelaide, Adelaide yeah. I literally for for two, three days, I can't even go for a walk. Like I'm yeah. smashed. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. my body feels like it's just been through and it hasn't really. But what I'm mean saying is that I need to realign with the city I'm entering by get, starting to get excited about going. Whereas yeah. I felt myself going, even though I want to catch up with family and friends, it's like, oh, yeah. here we go. I'm going to yeah. go through the ringer again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what you're taking in, right? Rather than going into the energy and you know, like like she, maybe what she said, you know, that passion, excitement, enthusiasm for being in a city, that then helps you to assimilate to the energy of the city. Whereas if you're trying to live some other existence and going into that energy, of course you're going to be thrown and destabilised because it's a different energy. Yeah. So you've got to meet the energy. So it, it's just this is a point not just for me. So Yeah, totally. If, for, for, for the people listening, wherever you're going, Whatever you're doing, whatever space you're about to enter into, are you excited about entering that space? Yeah, yeah. Even work. So just say even you've family got to work. events, right? Family anything. events, anything that you think, oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going to yeah. happen? Things will yeah. go wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. Things will go wrong. Totally. And so you totally. need to take a moment to really feel grateful for wherever you're Correct. going and whatever you're doing. Correct. I used to, and I was shown this a while back, and it changed everything for me. You know those moments where you're like, oh, I've just got to go to this event. No, I don't really want to go to the event, but I have to go to the event. Sometimes when it's your partner's family or something, you're like, oh, I just want to stay at home today. I don't want to go to the event. The The interesting part is that you can re-choose. So what I used to do when I started feeling like that and going, I don't really want to go, but then I'm committed, like I have to go. Right? There are things we have to do, right? I would just re-choose. I go, no, you know what? I choose to go to this event. Not I don't want to go. I choose to go. And I think that's a little bit the same with the passion or the excitement. It's like, yes, the gratitude. I choose to go. Then I used to start thinking, well, what are some of the things I am looking forward to? Like what will some of the good things be rather than just focusing on the stuff that, oh, God, I've got to see those people or meet that or do that. or And that changed everything. For sure, for right. sure it would. It changes everything. So changes every single everything. thought has a, has, a, has a result. So yeah. it changes everything. It changes, and then you start to align with the resonance of it rather than fighting against the resonance of it. And I think it's probably like, uh, you know, you get caught, what they say, when you get caught in a rip like out in the ocean, you don't try and swim against it, right? Just, just be with the rip. Just go with the rip and then gently swim mm. out to the side. Right. If you try and swim against it, you're in all sorts of trouble. And this is the same thing. You know, when you go to Melbourne, don't try and swim against it because right. it's just going to hurt. Right. Go there, swim, swim with it, go with the flow. And then if you need to get out of something, you just gently swim to the side and be your resonance. And but you're not fighting it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then the final thing that Amid said was, you know, like she's coming in and giving us these brilliant, beautiful <laughs> words of wisdom and guidance from a different perspective altogether totally. so if you're listening out there share it share it with yeah. people that yeah totally. share it with people who would benefit from listening to to the words 
that yeah. I've been shared here today because it is a completely different perspective. It is a higher perspective. Yeah, yeah. And the whole aim, I think, that, you know, her and others of those ilk, you know, our off-world friends are trying to do is help us to expand our consciousness and our reality and to see the next version of ourselves and the next version of our reality because we're in a process right now of recreating or changing and shifting our reality everything's currently in a bit of flux right and we're all feeling that and you know it, it can sometimes throw us out and make us feel you know but if we can go again same theme right maybe with the tide but expand our consciousness then we can expand beyond the the rip into the sides and see really what's happening and be much more at peace with it um, and i think that's super important you know don't not to fight against it but just to expand beyond it yeah for sure yeah. awesome yay thank you so much marcus bird oh, for channeling thank you everyone um, Ahmed, and thank um, you for yeah. facilitating and being an amazing facilitator so yeah thank another you another fascinating episode so thank you yay. so much yay awesome. we'll see you soon bye thanks for tuning in to galactic guidance we hope you loved it and if you did please subscribe to the podcast and we would so love it if you also shared it with your friends until next time remember to stay connected to your own inner guidance and trust the journey ahead <laughs>